0: LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's my show. Hey.
1: Put a lip- I never get this line out the first time. It's not even good. Hey. Put a little little bit more in there, Cowboy. And the Bulldog. What's your degree in? Kicking
2: ass and taking names. On
3: WGR Sports Radio 550.
1: Open lines this hour. Sal at five. One question I'll have for Sal is, what about Isaiah McKenzie, who is fine, I guess, after missing last week? Shakir had a drop but he also made a couple of big catches. Beasley more of a role here. What do you want to do in the slot?
2: Um I, I listen, I have been sort of, you know, I need Shakir on the field um you know, at the start of the year. I mean, it's like it's been a campaign, but I was kind of bummed out that that didn't really take hold. Um I think I would lean on Beasley and McKenzie. I think think Beasley, especially if the Bengals are going to be sort of, you know, similar enough anyway at times to what the Bills do on defense, which is, you know, we're going to try to take away the cheap stuff and you're going to have to, you know, nickel and dime us. And that's, you know, the Bengals game is kind of that um, uh, on defense. And so I think Beasley could be of great value. Uh, again this week and mckenzie is enough of a change up from what beasley gives you that i think there's value there and i don't know if there's a a spot for shakir maybe it'll come down to shakir or brown um and what they value more um but i feel like kind of you remember like earlier this year it was it was well beasley was gone but it was crowder mckenzie shakir and sort of felt redundant like i've got what am i doing here i think with beasley here He's, he's the guy I'm going to first in that spot. Um, even though, you know, it's just kind of a late-blooming late, a late blooming thing for this season with him. Um, and I think if I've got McKenzie there, too, I don't know if I've got a spot for Shakir. So, I don't mean to be down on the guy. It's not the, because of the drop or anything. I, I You know, I, I just think, I think this offense, I think with Beasley in it, I I think they're going to need that and utilize that, and I like I like McKenzie in the ways that we've seen him be valuable before. I just don't think we've seen a lot of it this year, but I still think there's something to be said for the jet sweep type stuff and him spelling Beasley at times.
1: Interesting challenge for Cincinnati with such different styles in the, at least the three guys, yep. right? I mean, Beasley, McKenzie, and Shakir. Hard to know what's going to happen. Here's Nick with us. Hi, Nick.
0: Hey guys, how are you doing?
2: Really well, thank you.
0: You guys were talking a little bit ago about the offensive line. I don't think it's that big of a deal. And I think, like, when we lose guys, I think Josh is so good at getting out of the pocket, he even prefers to it sometimes, not as hindering to him, but Burrow being a pure pocket passer, I think it's a massive deal, it's something we need to exploit. I actually have some in laws from uh, Cincinnati, <clears throat> excuse me, and they said something to the effect of. These two replacement guys are playing this week, they hope to never hear their names again. So it gives me a lot of hope. They seem really nervous about it, and I hope we can rack up some sacks this week.
1: Okay, thanks, Nick.
2: Well, it sure would go a long way. I mean, you know, maybe it should be noted, the Bengals did win this round last year, giving up nine sacks.
1: What happens when the Bills lose an offensive lineman is, like, I tend to almost never think about it. And usually it doesn't seem to really affect the game. And then I go to Twitter the next day and I see a bunch of accounts that I don't follow. But Twitter tells me I'm interested in them saying, everybody thought Bobby Hart would be a disaster. And like, <laughs> oh, they did? Like, I don't know. I had no idea that was out there. So this guy's got in-laws who are afraid for the Bengals backups. So we get afraid for the Bills backups. A lot of times they really kind of uh, it's kind of a push, right? I mean, just who knows? Logically, you'd yeah. rather have your starters. I mean, that seems right. Collins and Kappa, the other two injured Bengals linemen, like our free agent acquisitions, successful, good. Um, Williams, I guess, from what I've read about him since his injury, more uh, uneven. But three starters is down three starters is uh, probably not what you want. Here's Tom with us. Hi, Tom.
3: Hey, guys. Um, so I was just getting off work and uh, uh, hearing you guys talk about uh, how I feel about this game on uh, on Sunday, and I feel eerily calm. Now, I don't know if it's because all the talking heads, and including uh, uh, that Colin Cullard who who's saying that uh, someone needs to be fired if the Bills don't win and all the pressure's on the Bills this weekend, or if it's just the the team's been through so much this season that, um, and with the whole Deham thing, uh, it may have put things more into perspective um, that we've just accomplished a whole heck of a lot. And uh, and that's I. You want to know how I feel? That's that's how I feel. eerily calm. It, are are you
2: saying you feel eerily calm because it's not as important as it once seemed anymore? Or no, just because
1: you have like faith in them because they'll win. It's sort yeah. of you're a little bit right. too right, Tom. Like. Just...
3: Yeah, well, I, I listen. To you, I I get stuck at work late, and I listen to you guys all all week. And uh, and when you guys were talking about what it means to you for the Bills to win earlier this week, okay, yeah, um, it, I I was born in the '80s, man. I grew up during the Bills Super Bowl years. Like, I want nothing more than this team to win. Um, but I think, especially after this year, I don't know how you could fire anybody with all, everything that the coaching staff and the team has gone through. Um, and if we don't win, yeah, I'm going to be disappointed as as I get out. But um, I, I think that they're going to come in ready. I think that they have work to do. I, I, Cincinnati's talking, and and we're just you know trying to stay quiet, keep the keep the noise off of us.
2: All right. I think one of the hardest things for fans to do um, can be to do nothing or 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 clamor for nothing to happen when your team loses it's an easier thing to do when I What's the most recent example of this? I feel like maybe um, uh, if it's okay to mention, a, you know, a hockey comparison. Uh, I feel like the Maple Leafs, like right? they're close by, they make a lot of noise. You know, the media and the fans, like we're we're in proximity, and so that's that's it, that can be a fun watch, if you will, not just their games, but just the whole all the drama around it. And they have a great team that has had no playoff success at all with the current group and most every year they get knocked out and i think you know the the the, the oh we do this and analytics and this and we need more sandpaper and all these different things. and mostly i feel like we and, I, and the guy look at them and go they should just come back next year i don't know like maybe get a different goalie i but like Overhauling, firing, making changes. The Bills have been one of the best teams in the league for three seasons in a row. Nobody is getting fired if they lose to the Bengals on Sunday. Like no one, maybe a coordinator. That's important, but even that, I don't. I, I just, I don't think anything is happening. So, I you might want to put that out of your head if you have that thought. They're like, you're waiting to pounce because of 13 seconds or something? I mean, I just can't fathom a scenario where things go badly enough on Sunday that somebody gets fired over it. Or like, well, All right, it. here's
1: go one. Go ahead. You're up four, one second to go midfield, you're only five defensive players on the field.
2: <laughs> that, that, I think I would, that, then yes. That's a, a completely wholly unrealistic scenario. But sure, yeah, if that were to happen, yeah, yeah. I suppose if something like thirteen seconds happened again, then that that might get you there. But I mean, I just don't, I I, I can't fathom that they would have something like that happen again. I, I suppose.
1: Why even ponder it? Right? Yeah. I don't know. I still don't really get the point. Like, is, is did he was he talking about that? Was he talking about firings and changes? Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I'm I don't think about I, that I, at all.
2: I'm not sure what tripped the wire in my brain that I got to that. But, uh, the, I, well, he
1: mentioned coward saying something like that, yeah, and you know, yeah, yeah. How much yeah. time do I need to say who cares? Like who cares? What was what he know? Who who cares? He's in the opinion business. So are we. So what it means nothing. Ugh. What the 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 air has stopped. The air has been sucked out of the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What here's what I here's what I want to say. He did refer to the caller Tom saying like he heard he, here's the show all week heard the day we were talking about like what it would mean to win. Um, Bulldog and I did a podcast today with a friend of ours named uh, Steve Bennett, sportscasters. Steve's done an amazing job. He's local and he has he pulls in like the the biggest guests. And I guess somebody canceled on him, so he he called he called us. And I, I, you know, just kidding. But happy to do it. I've been on a show. Yeah, a few times. I really,
2: I really enjoyed it, and I'm a fan of the guy's work, so it was nice to be on that show.
1: So we were talking. The three of us were talking about like the possibility of a championship at one point, and I, I just want everybody to sort of be ready <laughs> for one way or the other a, a, a new sort of level in us our reaction to what happens if they win that really goes without saying that'll mean sunday i mean at all If they win at all mm-hmm. it, that really goes without saying it, no you don't i'm not qualified no, nobody no one person is you know needed to tell you how it's going to feel what it's going to be like how we're going to act or react like we just don't know and we all have dreamed about it okay If they lose, especially starting with this game at home in the second round, no progress in the terms of the playoff advancement, three years in a row of defeat when you have, like you said, and I think there's an argument they've been the best team in the league this whole time, Mm -hmm. three years of that without even reaching a Super Bowl. Okay, what happened? Like, what explains this? We wanted to do it last year. After that loss in camp, because it was a certain kind of loss, after that loss last year, we all went to work on, like, so what happened here? And Sean McDermott wouldn't really tell you. And he left it sort of a, kind of a mystery, what happened in that game, which was frustrating. And people even talked about him, just like, what, what next for the Bills when you lose like this? Guests came on our show and once in a while would ask, is it at the point where... Like this, this Bills team, if it loses, will want to know like what the deeper meaning is, or something like that. And I don't know. I mean, we don't know that those answers yet. But it, it feels like that might be that might be the case this year. Mm-hmm. Just the, the level of despair. There, there's a feeling that isn't for everybody. There's a feeling of destiny with these guys because of how close they've been. Because of well. Damar Hamlin.
2: The adversity. Yeah, and sure. the
1: blizzard and different that, the different challenges, and I don't use that word lightly, that they have faced this year and how it's bonded them. You know, that's the way they talk. That's the way a lot of people talk. Like, there's this team of destiny feel to the Bills. You know, karma and everything. They don't have to go to Kansas City now. If they were to win here and play the Chiefs, they play them in Atlanta. Just all of it. If you're, if you're about that. And so that will add to it. If, if they don't get there, like, that will just sort of more cognitive dissonance and like, well, curses we will end up going back Mm -hmm, to a conversation mm -hmm. about curses and that kind of nonsense. So I just, I just think like we're, whatever happens from here, we're facing a sort of a new level on the Richter scale for these guys. Um, And hopefully it's good.
2: Right. Yeah. Hopefully it's, it's unprecedented in, in a positive way um you know not that people being really upset about the team not you know winning at all would be unprecedented but i think you're right i think the level of the level of expectation has been so high all year because they have been the Super Bowl favorite. So that's how they've been talked about all year. That's why when it's imperfect against whoever, pick pick any game you want here from the back half of the season that they won that wasn't you know hang didn't belong in a museum. And it's because everything is just so we're all to some extent or another, and there maybe you know everyone wears it differently. We're tight about this is it, right? If they don't do it this year, 13 seconds looms larger and will loom larger every year they don't win because of the great look we think they had at it last year, and that's all we do is we think they had. They don't they have to beat this same team in the same stadium. They're going to play on Sunday, basically. I mean, maybe with the same kind of offensive line because their line was basically in this state last year when they made the Super Bowl, Cincinnati. Um, so you've got... This, this sort of this very potent cocktail of expectation and desire and all of it, and last year was such a blown missed opportunity that um, yeah I, I, I think there will be a lot of fierce criticism. Um, I guess all'm I'm, all I'm saying is where I started like I, 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 it would take something really insane for me to think. Or want them to make a change at the top.
1: Yeah, me too. I, can't,
2: I can't see it. A- at all. Me too. Yeah. Me too.
1: Yeah. 803-0550 for your calls.
2: Um, yeah. <laughs> Did you get to see all or most of the ceremony? Not uh, all. Some. I missed the very front end. I had TV issues. Uh, it was just all hell of a time. Were My you here? Stream... <laughs> yeah, no. I, was, I Believe it or not, no, I was home. Um, but I, I, I don't know. Maybe the, I don't know how it started. Um, but I, I, five minutes in, I was there. And home run. I mean, everything just looked great. The graphic they designed with his name and that script and the sword and that and that I don't know was that a sculpture like what whatever that piece was that was on the ice like the the, that that was like a like a looked like the banner but it wasn't the banner It was like a you know a a, a, whatever a sculpture I guess Um, that was fantastic the charitable piece right the foundation for Roswell the I mean just home run they they have. They're so far removed from the days when they could not get that stuff right. Like, they just, and this is not like grading on a curve because they used to be bad at it. Like, that was a home run. I was in New York City last year around this time, like, I don't know, for the end of January, the night that Lundquist, they had a night for him like this in New York. And, man, I'll be damned. I watched that whole thing in a bar and it had the sound up, but I was watching it. And I'll be damned if the Sabres didn't take notes. I mean the the whole setup, everything, I mean they just did a tremendous job.
1: Yeah, I echo all that. Kevin Adams yesterday on the show was like, I I don't know what's the details, but I know they've been working for months on it. Yeah. So it did uh it did look like it.
2: And, you know, not for nothing. Nice little touch. This was brought up to me. Mike Lesikowski was at the game and he we were texting last night during the game and uh he mentioned this to me. Pretty cool that Anaheim is here tomorrow. Yeah right and i did not Miller's dropping
1: the puck tomorrow yeah
2: i hadn't even thought of that and then when mike when mike mentioned it i, I thought like oh yeah rob just said ryan is going to be at the game saturday and i didn't even and i'm going to the game Saturday. i didn't even think about it being anaheim like the you know the team he finished his career with I, like really cool like that's a really nice added bonus um that it worked out that way nervous about tomorrow's game? They won. No. They won. Anaheim's up to five
1: regulation <laughs> wins after right. yep. they won in Columbus.
2: Yeah, I had them last night, but okay. other things let me down, so I didn't
1: get, isn't, I
2: get
0: credit for it.
1: Isn't that life on the wire? Kevin. Yeah. Kevin, you're up.
0: Oh, hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, love the show. I was just calling, because like, I like some of the stuff you were talking about before. It's like I hear too many people that are like, oh, we need to get rid of the coach now for the Bills. We need to... You know, like, we need somebody else to take us over the top. Like, somebody was telling me we need to get Sean Payton, and I'm like, it's, you know, I know we have a big emotional investment in this team, but I think it's also time for us as fans to, like, elevate our mindsets and say, hey, we didn't get it this year. we we going to get it next year. 13 seconds, put it behind us. It's a fluke, you know. We have to, like, you know, it's almost like mental health practices, but, it, you know, we have to grow and, and see, like, that, We went from a team that had a 17-year drought, an organization with a 17-year drought, to, like, a consistent competitor, which is all you could ask for, you know, in this league. It's so close. It's so competitive. Um, And it's awesome. Like, we have an awesome fan base, and I think I don't want to lose, like, the jumping through tables and stuff and and the wildness, but we also have to, like, elevate our minds and, like, start believing that, it's possible for this team to win, and it, just because they don't win doesn't mean we throw it all under the bus. It's not the end of the world. But I do know we are just so tied to this team as a community, so I know it's hard sometimes. Um, and I just wanted to say I appreciate you guys talking about like that and like not overreacting and saying people need to go, because I don't think that's the answer.
1: Well, thanks, Kevin. Sometimes it is, though. I mean, sometimes it is. Mm-hmm. Being a, a generally agree, 95%, being consistently good is like almost the best you can do. There are times in sports when it, it is called for. Hey, I'm good, but how do I get to be great? I think I would say this team has been great. And I don't think this team is an example of that as we talk today. But there are times when your insane friend might doesn't might not sound so insane. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. this is another example of the parallel worlds we live in, because never once have we had a conversation in here about Sean Payton. The only calls we ever get about Sean McDermott being gone are people referring to other people who have said it in their lives. Like, there's just not anywhere on our table, on our plate, does it ever happen, but just out there, somehow, wires get crossed, and somebody cuts you off in traffic, and like, this guy needs to go. Just, hey... Um, it's fun that that happens, but that is just not my idea of reality. 803-0550 for your calls. Thank you, Kevin. The update, and we'll talk some more. Sal Capaccio and the Duntire Roundtable at 5. Then picks. Playoff picks, even. 6 I, o'clock. I don't, know.
2: I don't know if you can catch up.
1: Well, there aren't as many games as I'd like left. <laughs> so I've got some games set up on Stratomatic, and I'm going to pick those. <laughs> okay, good. Just no. to see if I can make up the difference. <laughs> Back after sports, Mike Schopenhauer and the Bulldog, WGR. Okay, picture this. It's
0: Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H track, all wheel drive, and three row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe.